Shri Vishnu Sahasranama, name 898, is Sanatana Tamaha. Sanatana, we're all very familiar with this world. It means eternal. In the context of this name in Sri Vishnu Sahasranam, the commentators have taken it to mean he who is very old, belonging to ancient times, and tamaha, this prachai, this suffix, gives the meaning the most ancient. Just like we have tama as a suffix to several Sanskrit words, uttama, who is above. So this tama gives a sense of being higher than. So we're all ancient beings, but Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Purushottama, is the most ancient. He was present when nothing else was present before the creation of the material world. Uh, in, in reference to the material existence, he was present when there was no Brahma, no manifestation of the material universes, and when everything is destroyed, the pralaya, he continues to exist. So he's the topmost among all eternal beings. We cannot trace his origin. He is anadi, without any beginning. He is the ancient among all the ancients, the cause of everything old. See the Himalaya mountains, so old. Brahma is sometimes depicted in iconography as having a beard, or to be more precise, four beards. But he's much older than Brahma and all others who, if we see Brahma's lifespan, seems to be very, very old. But he, he Vishnu, is much older even than Brahma. So he is ageless. That means he doesn't get old, even though he's the oldest. He's always new. Sri Parashrabhata continues his description of the names in this section of Vishnu Sahasranam in connection with the Supreme Lord in relation to the devotee who ascends to Vaikuntha via the Archiradi Marga. Those who have kindly been listening to this series of talks can understand what this means. Parashabhata takes it to mean Sanatana Tana, Tana as in Tanu. So that means that Tanu, his form, is Sanatana. His body is always existing. He always has a body, uh, but he looks like it's always new. He looks always fresh and new. We have also in Brahma Sanghita, Adyang Purana Purusham Navayovanang Cha. He is the beginning of everything. He's a very old person. If we say to someone, I will introduce you to a very old person, 
And then we see he looks very young and fresh, Navayoanam, but just in the beginning of youth. And we think that doesn't seem to be very old. But he's very old, and very fresh, and very new, all at the same time. Paladevida Bhushan gives a similar understanding. He is the most eminent among the Eternals, among the liberated souls. Those who have reached the platform or those who are on the platform of eternity, he is the best among those who are actually situated in eternity. Here in material existence, we are constitutionally eternal, but we are in a situation of changing bodies again and again. But those who are liberated, they don't change bodies again and again. They have eternal bodies. Uh, Vishnu also has the eternal body, or the body is him. He's the supreme among all the eternals. Although he is eternal, he's perceived by the devotees as if he were just here right now. When devotees meet Krishna, every time it seems like something new and wonderful. Oh, oh, I never saw such a beautiful person. Oh, always fresh. They don't perceive him as a very old person walking with the stick. No such thing. So he is the best among all of them. One of the commentators in the Ramanuja line, his name is also Ramanujan, V.V. Ramanujan, he paraphrases in English, uh, the translation is given, Namaravas Pasuram, which captures this experience. We're talking about a name and we're technically discussing it, but for the devotees, it's an experience of him being very new, even though countless yugas can pass and devotees see him again and again and again. But he's always fresh and new. So Ramanujan, he paraphrases Sri Namalva by saying that, well, I'm going to say what I said before. <laughs> uh, it's new. It's something new. For days, years, ages, eons, millennia, I've seen this person again and again and again, but I don't feel like it's becoming boring, had enough. He's infinitely fresh. It's not something boring, same old thing. Every moment is fresh bliss in his association and always new experience. And he goes on to say, it's not some intellectual discovery. Uh, My intellect by his grace, Namalva says, is clear, but the experience of the association of the Lord is beyond intellectual dissection. He's the inner soul of all living beings. Everything is an aspect of his existence. 
Yet, he is there, distinct, clear. Every part of his body, his feet, his hands, his eyes, all nectar, like lotus flowers that have blossomed in a uniquely wonderful way just now. He's like that every time. He is nectar that is sweeter and sweeter and sweeter every moment, unceasingly enjoyable. Again, uh, from the Pasarams, Oh, my Lord, you are the chief of all gods. You're like nectar of which we never get tired. We go through day after day after day, but it's not dull. It's always fresh because you are ever fresh. Now, some time ago, one devotee uh, who is seeing this series of talks, Abhijit Mane, thought of a name. that we, we haven't seen it before, but it's a very nice name. He suggested this name for Krishna. Avismaraniya, unforgettable. So the devotees like Vadaya Shoda, Radha, other gopis, so many devotees, even for Kangsa, he's unforgettable. And for all of them, I'll add to this, it's a new experience. Uh, the, this point is, the name is the best among the Eternals, but how he is the best of the Eternals, being ever fresh, ever new, this point is being emphasized. Shankara gives a similar understanding that he is the most ancient because he is the cause of all. Older even than Brahma and others who are very ancient. Uh, Satyadeva Vashishta takes this understanding that Sri Shankaracharya gives and gives support for that from the Shruti. He, he Satyadeva Vashishta, gives a quote from the Atharva Veda, Sanatana menam ahur utadya syat puna navaha ahoratre prajayate anyo anyasya rupa yoho. He's ancient. But he appears new at every moment, even as the day and night reappear, fresh, new, each time. Each day is different. Each night is different. And then they, they flow into each other. The, the night takes the form of the day. The day takes the form of the night. Uh, although none of the commentators have mentioned this, uh, we have also, as well known in Kata Upanishad, Nityo Nityanam. We are all Sanatan, we are all eternal, but He, Krishna, Vishnu, is the supreme Sanatan. We can go on to name 899, Kapilaha, a well known name, uh, which means He who is of beautiful complexion. Previously we had uh, according to the recension, giving, and according to the numbering system given by Prashrabhata, I named 535. We had the name Kapilacharya, and the two old commentators, Shankara, Shankaracharya and Sri Prashrabhata, 
at that instance of the name which came in the 57th verse, they've both taken this to mean Kapilacharya, a reference to the Supreme Lord who appeared as Kapila, the son of Devahuti, who propounded the theistic Sankhya system of philosophy. And in fact, Parashabhata took all the names in that section from 529 to 538 in terms of Bhagavan's appearance as Kapila. However, in this instance of the name, both Shankaracharya and Parashabhata take the meaning of the name according to its basic literal meaning, one who has a beautiful complexion, and thus there's no redundancy. They give a different meaning to this. Uh, so the uh, Sanskrit, unpacking the Sanskrit, all the commentators, they'll give some Sanskrit quotes and how they interpret according to rules of Sanskrit grammar. But leaving all that out, we come to the point that his complexion is in color like that of a lion. It means something yellowish brown. Uh, getting back to the understanding in the previous name, Shankara gives the following support for understanding Kapila to mean the Supreme Lord, as is avatar as Kapila Dev from Shvetashvatara Upanishad. Rishing Prasutam Kapilam Mahantam. Then we have in Bhagavad Gita, in the 10th chapter, the Vibhuti Yoga chapter, Ashvata Savavrikshanam Devarshinam Chanaradaha Gandharvanam Chitrarataha Siddhanam Kapilo Munihi. Krishna says, Of trees, I am the Ashvata. Of celestial seers, I am Narada. Of the Gandharvas, I am Chitraratha. Of the perfected beings, I am Kapila. In his Gita commentary on this verse, Srimadvacharya says that Vishnu is called Kapila because he protects the world and directs the world and ultimately everything is absorbed into him. By his pastimes, he gives happiness. He also enjoys happiness. Therefore, he's called Kapila. In Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 3, Text 10, Panchama Kapilo Nama Siddhesha Kala Viplutam Provacha Surya Sankhyang Tadvagrama Vinirnayam the fifth incarnation, this is Srila Prabhupada's translation, the fifth incarnation, named Lord Kapila, is foremost among perfected beings. He gave an exposition of the creative elements and metaphysics to Asuri Brahmana, for in course of time this knowledge had been lost. This uh, exposition to Asuri Brahmana is not further mentioned in Bhagavatam, 
But we do have in the third canto an extensive description of Lord Kapila's instructions to his mother, Devahuti. Now, in, uh, in the current instance of the name Kapila, Parashrabhata, I'd said he was continuing his discussion of the Achiradi Marga. He says that Kapila means one who is of beautiful complexion, and he describes in this regard Vishnu's beautiful bluish complexion decorated by Mahalakshmi, just like a blue cloud, bluish black cloud with Mahalakshmi like sparkling, with a sparkling streak of lightning. He is of radiant form. The, the Vaikuntha planets themselves are self-luminous, but within that effulgent Vaikuntha, he, Vishnu, accompanied by Lakshmi, shine all the more brightly. Uh, like a, again, like a blue cloud in the midst of sparkling streaks of lightning. This is what the liberated souls, having ascended to Vaikuntha by the Archiradi Marga, they can experience directly the beautiful form of Vishnu. Shankara gives the tawny colored one, uh, and he gives the analogy of uh, fire within the ocean that keeps the ocean from overflowing. Baravanala fire, the subterranean fire in the ocean, which is called Kapila. It means that he, Kapila, his bodily hue is like that of the fire within the ocean. Another commentator, Radha Krishna Shastri, describes Kapila as referring to a color that is golden with a black tinge. So different devotees see him somewhat differently. Satyadeva Vashishta uses the meaning sun for the word kapi and takes this to mean he who is tawny, yellowish brown in color, pingalavarna. Uh, remember the, the understanding of the word kapyasam pundari kaksham. Uh, this statement from the Upanishads was very uh, blasphemously interpreted by Ramanuja's teacher, uh, but Bhagavan, Bhagavad Ramanuja said, no, this, this, uh, very blasphemously, Yadavacharya said, it means that Vishnu's bodily complexion is like the, the backside of a monkey. But Ramanuja said, no, it means kang bibiti iti kapihi. That is like this, like the sun who drinks the water. That is his complexion. Kapim, Satyadeva Vashishta says, is like the, the sun. And Kapila means he who brings the sun for the sustenance of everything in this world is Kapila. Krishnadatta Bharadvaj, another meaning, uses the meaning monkey for the term, Kapi, 
uh, but he doesn't pull out a bad, but a very nice understanding that Kapila means as Rama, he got monkeys like Sugriva and Hanuman serving him. Uh, Kang means Sukang Pepetiti Kapaya Deva Muktascha that both the liberated souls and the devas, which can mean the, the great saintly persons or the uh, ruling demigods of the universe, they drink the nectar, they happily drink the nectar uh, of him. Tan they, those devotees, or highly elevated souls and the liberated souls, they are fondled, caressed, and blessed by Vishnu. Therefore, they are called kapila. Or it can be taken to mean that he fondles the monkey, Hanuman, always, therefore, he is called Kapila. Another commentator, this is uh, not commenting directly on Vishnu Sahasranam, Yadavarya, commentating on Karalam, Karalam Vanastotram, where the name Kapila comes up. He takes this to mean he is called Kapila, Vishnu is called Kapila because he fondles Brahma and Rudra and the other great gods of this world. He fondles them. He fondles them with his mercy looks. Baladev Vidya Bhushan takes uh, the ka here to, as kama, kamayate. He who loves, Kapila means he who loves, and specifically Baladev links it to he who loves his devotee. So that's name 898, 899. Uh, we look forward to speaking on name 900 of Vishnu Sahasranam. Almost there. Uh, many thanks to all of you who are kindly listening to these talks on Vishnu Sahasranam. May Vishnu Bhagavan Krishna, who listened to Bhishma Dev reciting Vishnu Sahasranam, Bhishma Dev himself, all the great commentators, uh, may they all bless the listeners of Vishnu Sahasranam. I'm personally blessed to be able to speak on this and to share the thoughts of the previous Acharyas in their commentaries on these beautiful names of Lord Vishnu. Vanchakalpa tarupyas chakripa sindhubi evacha patita nam pavane bhyo vaishnave bhyo namanava dante nithaya chanakam padeya nipatya kritva chakakushatame tada Hey, Sadhava Sakalayu, 
Gauranga Chandra Charne Parivadatu Jano Yata Tata Bananubakarana Bayamacharya Madati Mata Bhuvi Vilutama Natama Nirvishama Shantakaram Bujagashayanam Padmanabam Suresham Vishvadharam Gaganasadrasham Megavarnang Shubhangam Lakshmi Kantam Kamalanayanam Yogi Bhyanagam Yam Vande Vishnum Bhavabhayaharam Sarvalokaikanata Jayati Jananiva So Deviki Janmavado Yaduvara Parishat Swair Dhorbir Asyan Adharmam Stiracharav Rijana Kena Susmita Sri Mukhena Rajapura Vanita Nam Bardayan Kamadeva Barha Piram Natavaravapu Karnayo Karnikaram Bibrad Vasa Kanaka Kapisham Vajayan team chamalam randran venor adarasudaya purayan gopa vrindaya vrindaranyam svapadaramanam pravishakita kirti shri radhaya pranayamahima kidrishovana yaiva svadyo yenad bhuta madhurima kidrishovama diyaha sokyang chasya madanu bhavata kidrisham viti lobhat Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama.